Trump um, stills like he, Trump stills like well, white women with big tits and flat asses. You might not know this. Trump's not an incredibly bad dude. He's sitting behind the soundboard right now, making sure our levels stay good. Yeah, he's talking. He's tweeting shit. He's tweeting racist ass shit. It's it's a huge joke. He's a troll. He's actually a professional sound engineer that just let a prank get away from him. He let a prank get away. This is his true passion. Trump, what's up? Yeah, what's up? Nah, no, nah, I'm good. I got a beer. No. Now see it's real nigga rap. That's that shit they want to be extinct. And see it's fake nigga rap. They push that cause they don't want y'all to think. Rapped and got so bad. Everybody feel like they can do it too. Niggas dropping these songs and it's dropping my IQ. It used to only be niggas. Now everybody see it. I feel like they got us getting dumber for a reason. New slaves. I'm the best. I'm the best in the world. And Hip Hop for the Unlearned is back online. Um, hey guys, how you doing? I'm Michael Kruger. I am joined here by Laron Wright. How you doing, Laron? Shit, good, man. What's up, folks? It's uh, It's been a minute since the last episode of Hip Hop for the Unlearned, and... There's a new co-host uh, on he, Lauren. You've uh, you've 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 special guest co-hosted on the show before. You've uh, you've been around, seen what we do here. I think you slept most of the time. Um, Fucking right, man. Lauren Wright is a narcoleptic, guys. Uh, if you go to Tumblr uh, dot com slash Lauren Naps, did I get that URL right? Is it LaronRaps dot Tumblr? It's like LaronNaps dot com Tumblr. I don't know. It's man. something on there. You can find pictures <coughs> of Lauren falling asleep at the most inappropriate places. <laughs> uh, so that's your introduction. To your new uh, your new host. Uh, how are y'all doing, guys? How are you doing? Don't worry. I'll wait for you to respond. <laughs> What's up, uh, Laron? How how does this work? Uh, do, am I going to be able to hear them say that? that, that I, I I've never interneted before. I don't. Yeah, yeah, they respond to you. They probably call you like a cunt and a bunch of racist shit in the comment section. Oh man, do do I get to get called an albino n word again? Because that one's always fun. That's hilarious. I never heard this. When when when, when did this happen? Uh, around the time of the McKinney pool incident. <laughs> <laughs> You albino nigger. Yeah. It's hilarious. Uh, so, guys, welcome to Hip Hop for the Unlearned. What we do here is we take popular hip hop songs and run through them line by line for you uninformed individuals. Um, we always go for the uh, the top 40 type stuff. I haven't even checked to see if this tre- this is like trending top 40, but it's it's a good sock. I can't talk today. I cannot talk. This stout is hitting me already. <laughs> This song is False Prophets by uh, J. Cole, and uh, it's just calling out Kanye and uh, perhaps even Drake, maybe some other individuals, but primarily Kanye. Um, Take it in the ass, Kanye. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> J. Cole, he, he's got a lot of arrogance, but he's got some skill to back it up. Yeah. Hey. So, it's, it's a good song. What are your thoughts on this song, Laurent? Do, do you have anything? Bro, uh, J. Cole is that... Uh, that samurai that they bother. Yeah, he's like the Green Ranger. They like <laughs> the nigga just shows up and whoops everybody ass, and then hops in his Megazord and and, and and bounces. See, I've got this whole theory on why Kanye is going crazy. Have you ever heard of the butterfly effect, Laron? I have. Yeah, yeah. Laron. So we can really just trace it all back to Brandy. <laughs> You talking about Brandy from the nineties? I'm talking about Brandy from the nineties. See, if Brandy didn't have her hit show Moesha, okay, then her brother 
Ray J would not have gotten nearly popular enough for Kim mm-hmm. to want to pull the Paris Hilton 2.0 with. Right, right. And if it wasn't for Kim pulling the Paris Hilton 2.0, she would have never got keeping up with the Kardashians and made it to the status where she is the chick with the fat ass to have that Kanye, the king of rap, had to have. If it wasn't for having her in his life and that family to fuck him up, I don't think he would have had the... Like, his mom dying, yeah, that fucked him up. If he would have had someone more supportive around him, not not a family of leeches. um, The Kardashians. So so if you trace it back, I I really think it's all Brandy's fault for, for deciding... To be famous. To be famous. She should have stayed in the she choir. She said, low-key, she, she might have ruined our generation's best rap genius. I agree with that. I agree with that. Hey, you know what? I'm not going to say, because I think the Kardashians may have sold themselves, their souls to the devil in a uh, family pentagram <laughs> moment. <laughs> and they just went around just leeching off. These beautiful motherfuckers that the, we call celebrities. The, there's, there's like one of the one of the points in the Infinite Multiverse where, where Kanye ended up with like Nicki Minaj or Black China, and his life didn't go nearly as bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only thing he got out to deal with Kim is a kid. Kid. A kid. And supposedly, like Kim's been like chilling at her mom's house a lot because Kanye been going crazy. I'm like, you did that. This <laughs> <laughs> is your fault, bitch. <laughs> go take care of your mess. Hey. Um, okay, well, that's about f- five minutes in talking about the stuff. You want to get into these bars? Let's, wanna, let's, let's jump start right talking about it? into right. it. So it starts off with the hook. All right, so it's J. Cole, and the hook starts. Somebody should have told me it would be like this. Be like this. Be like this. Somebody should have told me it would be like this. Um, he wants someone that can predict the future for him. He just wants that, a fortune teller. He wants someone with magical powers that can see beyond the the, the, the current time that, that we currently reside in. Um, and when we needed her most, fucking Miss Cleo disappeared. See, 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 J. Cole wants a fortune teller that can accurately tell him shit, and he's bitching about Kanye going off the deep end. Like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 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 the, the the hook's pretty self-explanatory. He just he he had no idea that it would actually uh, he he had a disillusions about the game and uh, about who his idols were. It's, it's sort of just setting the tone for the entire song. Yeah. Jumping into verse one. Yeah, life is a balance. You lose your grip, you can slip into an abyss. No doubt you see these ninjas tripping. Ego in charge of every move. He's a star. Um. What he's saying right here, he's uh, he's going from the macro to the micro. Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's using that English degree. Fucking using that f- the funnel shape, man. The funnel shape. I think they teach you that freshman level English. It's not even that <laughs> advanced. <laughs> he's on some funnel shit. Yeah, no, he was fucking bitches the entire time in school. You think he was paying attention? Where did he go? To community? Where did he go to school? Was it state school? I'm not that it's impressed. Like, yeah, somewhere up there in New York, he was just smashing hoes. And writing lyrics and, yeah. and barely passing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went to college too, J. Cole. Like, why are you bragging about it so much? Yeah, I dropped out three times and you completed, but you don't have to brag about it. You're <laughs> making me feel bad. Um, so, yeah, he's he's going from uh, the, the yin and yang theory, life is a balance, to uh, lose your grip. You can slip into an abyss um, because he's obviously a professional rock climber. That's That's what that is. 
fucking climbs rocks. Climbs yeah. rocks with, yeah. with no ropes, just, just a bag of chalk. <laughs> <laughs> um, a bag of LeBron James cocaine. He just throws it in there. LeBron James cocaine. And he starts climbing. He's that rich from rap that he can just use cocaine as his rock climbing. I mean, <laughs> he's balling out and probably getting like numb in the fingers too so you don't feel all those cuts. Uh, yeah. That's that's the only way you can't you should climb as high. <laughs> Actually, like I've I've been spending a lot of time with the hippies in the past two months, and they're all stoners, and they all love climbing rocks. Um, <laughs> those things go very well hand in hand. Did you bring some negative energy? Oh God! They're no. always talking about energy. No, they they shit. got they got pissed at uh, at Josh and I. Josh being the original host of the podcast, we were up in uh, Oregon farming some marijuana legally. Mind you, legally, recreational legal up there. And um, they got mad at us for eating Burger King and for Josh listening to Britney Spears because it was too mainstream. Hell, dog. Like, and there, were, there was a pocket of hippies. They were like, if you're not eating organic, non-GMO, fucking whatever you want to believe in the labels, even though that shit's bullshit. Yeah. Do they shit green turds? I always wanted it. Uh, no, if you eat organic they shit, you got to so be. so unhealthy. It's amazing how unhealthy you can look and, and, and live a quote-unquote healthy lifestyle. And how are you going to talk about what food I'm putting in my body when you're smoking cigarettes and taking acid? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little hypocritical, ain't it? Right, yeah. right. Uh, yeah. uh, speaking of acid, ego in charge of every move. He's a star. Speaking of acid, speaking of Kanye. Mm, I feel speaking like, of West. I feel like Okay, so two theories. Um, either it's the butterfly effect that's ruined Kanye, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is a chain of events uh, seemingly inconsequential from the start. In, in this case, Brandy landing her hit ninety show Moesha, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> which led to her brother Ray J becoming famous, which led to Kim going for the Paris two point on Ray J, which led to. Kanye going for Kim and ultimately the Kardashian family ruining him. It's either that or he's just done way too much ass in the past few years. One of those things <laughs> is why Kanye broke. It's the Kardashians, man. They sold their souls to the devil in a family pentagram moment. Uh, I mean, it was a, in exchange for plastic surgery coupons. <laughs> uh, yeah, We need asses and big lips. Stat Lucifer. <laughs> Right now. And he's like, <laughs> all right, but I'm going to take like the best rap star y'all got. We don't care. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take, uh, I'm taking an Olympic athlete, a rap guy, and I'm going to bring him down. Oh God. You, you, <laughs> you know, that family, those women ruined Bruce. There's, there's this episode where, where he is, uh, he's out in his backyard and he, he had a little putting green installed, a little, little putting green so he could practice. Man shit. Yeah. Yeah. And Kim comes home and she's like, Ew, what is that? And he's like, it's it's my putting green, so I can practice. And he's like, you don't even like golf. And he's like, uh, yeah, I, I play like every weekend, multiple times. Some, <laughs> sometimes he's like, well, it's gross. Get it out of here. And just like, uh, like bitch. <laughs> no, he's just like, uh, okay. And he's just like, he gets rid of the fucking putting green that he had installed because like, Cause his fucking bitch adopted daughter didn't like it. I like bitch. I've won an Olympic medal. No, that's why I he had the change. He's, I'm the sorry. Say whatever the fuck you want. He's not a real trans goddamn person. He nah. wanted. He needed the. That was the. The only way that you will have any say in that family is if you're a diva. Otherwise, you get walked over. And he. 
he needed to get on that level. Yeah. He got jealous. He's like, boy, they, they can have ass and titties. Why not me? Why not me? And and then he came <laughs> out and he's like, <laughs> come out with so he got walked on like a goddamn doormat and he comes out with so much attitude. Yeah. Like, my name's Caitlin. I'm spelling it with a goddamn C. <laughs> like In your face, motherfuckers. With his man titties. With his man titties. His, his cockeyed nipples. Yeah, yeah. And he has no ass. I, I've never looked at his ass to The hands are what woman. really get to me. The hands. Because the hands. I think Jimmy Nelson used to do a bit about <laughs> <He> that. <did. laughs> you can't shrink the hands. Yeah. He, he had flabby man ass. <laughs> Hank Hill ass, you may say. Um, we're getting off topic. Let's get there back to the song. Kanye does a lot of acid. That's the point of that conversation. Um,. Ego in charge of every move. He's a star. And we can't look away. Due to the days that he caught our hearts, he's fallen apart, but we deny it. Justifying that half-ass shit he dropped, we always buy it. Um, we, we can't. We love him too much. It's, it's, I mean, it's the college dropout. It's, it's the fucking... It's, he, he made the best music, and it was so fucking, like, it rang true. It was honest. It was... Mm-hmm artful he changed the game with like adding elements of rock and different aspects mm-hmm. of producing he was an amazing producer and he wanted to rap and they were like no you can't rap and then he he like basically forced himself into a position where they like let him do it yeah and uh jay cole's just talking shit jay cole's talking about shit yeah. but i mean someone needs to say it in a way yeah, yeah he only he's the only one that like y'all really thought life pablo was the shit Y'all yeah. think Life of Pablo could fuck with college dropout late registration? No. I mean, I love Life of Pablo for some reasons. I don't – I like it, I guess. I I have a lot of issues that I can't really love it. Like, yeah. Like it's unfinished. He, he fucking put out edits to it after he was done. He said it was a living fucking piece of art, like goddamn Constitution or something. If that's the case, <laughs> he should never make another album again. And just, just keep updating that. Just keep updating Life of Pablo. Life well, of Pablo. Honestly, if he did that, that would be baller as shit. That would be like the first person <laughs> to not have a Facebook status but one, and they just keep editing it. Yeah, just a, a never-ending Facebook status. Um, When he tells us he's a genius, but it's clear lately, it's been harder. it's been hard for him to look in the mirror lately. That's Dr. Yeah. Phil, J. That's some, Cole. The, right or there. Dr. Seuss a little bit. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, it's hard to believe some it's, – it's that weird thing. Someone that says they're smart, usually not smart. Right, right. You, if you're, if you're, <laughs> usually somebody that's smart. Can, I don't think he really started calling himself a genius until he started his downturn. Like those two, um, those two moments in his life were correlated. Yeah. Was it the death of his mama? And he's like – a motherfucking genius at the yeah, funeral like, shit. because his mama wasn't there to tell him anymore. That's yeah. probably it. He got his mom in him. He got the ghost of his mama. He's possessed by his mama. <laughs> I believe that. He's also Norman Bates shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a time when this ninja was my hero. Maybe. That's the reason why his fall from grace is hard to take. Because I believed him when he said this. Shit was pure and he... This type of ninja swear he real, but all around him's fake. Damn, he put on, he, he got some weird syntax. I like this, but like the way he raps it, mm-hmm. J. Cole got mass skills, yo. Like, so he's admitting right here that even to him, Kanye, he's an idol. 
He loved this dude. He loved what he represented. He loved his early work. But his actions don't match his words. Nah, man. Nah, man. I mean, claiming to be all real and then being with the Kardashians, literally the fakest family in America. Fakest. They, they, if you burned them, they wouldn't burn. No. No. Or they'd just be like plastic and melt. Like they wouldn't. Yeah, they'd melt, not burn. They just wouldn't burn. You seen that video of that lady trying to burn that lettuce and it wouldn't burn? <laughs> Same concept. <laughs> um, the women, the dick riders, you know, the yes men. Nobody with the balls to say something to contest him. That's a real problem once you get to that level is people don't want to say no because they're afraid of making you mad. You And, and it's so easy for you to just fire someone and replace it. It's so hard for people to actually have someone that'll give them legitimate criticism. That's I, you see that happen with so many people, but you can't just blame the fame. That's Kanye was always full of ego yeah. and he just has the money to back it. So he grows out of control into the person that he truly was all along. What I was just saying, it's starting to show. Damn, wonder what happened. Maybe it's my fault for idolizing ninjas based off the words they be rapping. J. Cole can at least admit like his problem in all of this. It's not a one-sided. He's not saying it's all on these false prophets. It's saying on him for listening to it, and which we're all guilty of. Anyone that's out there idolizing J. Cole, he's at least good enough to say, like, like, oh, what's that one song where he talks about going to snatch the crown, but it just, like, vanishes? Poof, bam, uh, disappear. Oh, Fire the, Squad. Fire Squad. Fucking epic song. But, like, as much as he thinks of himself as as big of an ego, at least he's still at the point in his career where he can step back and say there should be no kings. Don't idolize people like that. I mean, but he's still trying to get that money. He's still trying to do that same thing. So it's a bit of a hypocrisy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, he addresses it later on in the song about. I wonder uh, if he'll get to Kanye level himself though. Nah, you don't think so? As far as fame or just being fucking crazy? Being fucking crazy, I think Kendrick might get there just because he fucking killed someone at sixteen. <laughs> 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 like he talks about that shit so much in the songs, and like he tries to be hyperbolic, but we're all like, no, like you're you're so thinly veiled about it. We all know what's up. Yeah, yeah, so thinly veiled. I mean, he's obviously haunted by it, and that's what spurs him on in his career to this day. Yeah, yeah. But back to this song. Um, but come to find out, these ninjas don't even write their shit. Here's some new style bubbling up, then they bite the shit. Damn, that's what I get for lying to myself. Well, fuck it. What's more important is he's crying out for help. Um... Kanye has always been that guy to go and bite. I mean, the fucking whole auto-tune thing with T-Pain, he, I mean, he's put his Kanye spin on it, but he bit a style. Yeah. Like, and I was talking with my girlfriend about this yesterday. It's, it's this whole idea of, like, we can't really have centralized styles anymore by different cities because it's all available, and mm-hmm. people are going to keep progressing. I mean, you're going to get to a point where people are biting off of different countries, maybe, or, like... Sort of already, we've had that for a bit. People like love to take different African beats, and uh, even John Coltrane was doing that shit. <laughs> like yeah, he yeah. he bit hardcore with his fucking track Africa. Like, <laughs> let's be real, you're an African American. You're not that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know shit about Africa. You just saw you, you saw some cool sounding funky beats, and yeah, you decided you, you wanted yeah. to integrate it. 
Yeah, that that speaks to my soul. <laughs> <laughs> them jungle book, them jungle book drones speak to my soul. But, I mean, I don't know. I can't really agree with him on that. Like, here's some new. I mean, they, he's doing it. I mean, he's definitely. The whole thing with Future, the non designer, which is better Future, <laughs> <laughs> replaced his ass real fast. Um, but he's doing more of the Future work and trying to promote those guys now. I mean, he's still very Kanye. I don't know. I don't know about that. Every time I try to get Kanye some some props, I think about Ellen DeGeneres looking at him like <laughs> a fucking maniac, and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anytime I think Kanye would like be good at anything public, I'm like, oh no, I might have some hope for him. I just think all the way back to Hurricane Katrina, where he's standing next to Mike Myers. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Yeah, Kanye, we all know this isn't the time. You're trying to get some money for Red Cross. <laughs> and Mike, trying to get those old country folks to donate money. You want that, right? Mike Myers said, huh? <laughs> yeah, he just said, huh? And then, like, so if you look at the number on the bottom of your screen, it just uh, continues yeah. on. He's like, don't ever put me in a room with that motherfucker again. <laughs> All right. Um, damn, that's what I get for lying to myself. Well, fuck it. What's more important is he's crying out for help. While the world's egging him on, I'm begging him to stop it and playing his old shit knowing he won't top it. False prophets. I mean, he still has support for Kanye through it because he's saying is he knows Kanye is crying out for help. He's doing it audibly. He, like, through pablo and through different songs through just his yeah. actions he's crying out for help and the world is egging him on there's a lot of people like i've, I've said many times for him like people love kanye because they they love to live vicariously through that train wreck and not have to do it themselves yeah. and i mean that's why they love kanye more now <laughs> <laughs> it's it, there's been a shift there's a lot of people that love kanye just for his ridiculousness which he's he sucked that out in a way, but uh, playing his old shit, knowing he won't top it. But at that moment, he's just saying he's done. Yeah, man. He don't think he he don't think Kanye gonna reach the level that he was at as far as like artistic authenticity. Do you think you can, or do you think that you peak? Uh you know what? I think if Kanye recovers from this little breakdown, you know what I'm saying, realizes that he's fucking that motherfucker needs ayahuasca. Up. Yeah, what is that? What does that do? Uh, it's like super intense psychedelic. You take is it out in like the jungles shit? of Peru. Oh, uh, okay. It's made from like a vine and a plant, and like it makes you see some crazy ass <laughs> shit. And he's that shit so he can lose yeah, his Kanye, mind forever. You, you need to chill out on the acid and mushrooms. Go for the source. <laughs> <laughs> Get that DMT straight to the dome. <sighs> I mean, he's been out of burning, man. He's like... I, th- I think it's funny that people like never talk about the psychedelic aspect whenever it comes to Kanye. That motherfucker does so many psychedelic. I'm not even joking. Like, I know people in the psychedelic community that have like met his dealers. Like, <laughs> that dude does so much acid. But I think that's why Kim's been hiding out at her mom's house so much. He's been having some bad trips. Yeah, yeah. He's got aliens dropping off this shit. Yeah, no. He's getting abducted way too much. <laughs> um, all right. So that's the universe one. Then it repeats the hook. Again, a little crazy to want a future. Like, he wants something that Kanye wants someone to tell him the future. Moving on past that into verse two. I got a homie. He a rapper. And he want to win bad. 
He went the fame, the acclaim, the respect that's been had. By all legends, so every time I see him, he's stressing. Talking about ninjas don't fuck with him. The shit is so, the shit is depressing. I wonder if he's talking about a specific rapper, like, that we would know about, or yes. just like. as a matter of fact, he who you, is. Who do you think that, that's referring to? That is a Wale. Oh, Wale. that is so Wale. Wale just put out a track in response to that verse called Groundhog Day. Wale, shut the fuck up. Like you were out here, <laughs> you were out here la- like last year talking about how like you had like the best R and B song. Like you had a forgettable song. What was it called? It was like Gene Aiko, Kid Ink. Yeah. Yeah. What, I don't even remember what it was fucking called now. Be real, right? Was that it? Ah shit. Or was that just Gene Aiko and Kid Ink? While I was on a track complaining that he wasn't getting Grammy, it's like bitch, you, you had no sales on that, no streams. Like no one cares like that. <laughs> no one cares like that. Wale. Well, like you, how are you friends with Jerry Seinfeld? Like, does Jerry Seinfeld know that you're as bad as you are? Like, does he think he's friends with like a good R and B? Like, that is Jerry Seinfeld's only black friend. Him and Chris Rock. Yeah, and I feel like Chris Rock just does it begrudgingly. Yeah, Chris Rock does it for comedy. He fucking, purposes. he's like, I know who you are and like your power, and yeah, sure, I'll be friends with you and just put up with the slightly racist shit you say all the time and pretend like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, you still hang out with Michael Richards. That's not cool with me, and I've said that a few times. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, ah, Michael Richards just Michael Richards when he said. Yeah, you know, it didn't bother me. I feel like it was misinterpreted. Yeah. It was the start of viral videos and things getting misinterpreted. He made a really bad decision on stage. He was actually apparently in the string of doing a bunch of different stereotypes. You know the way a lot of bad comics, perpetual open micers, try and stay super offensive thinking that it's shocking? Right. Um, well, unfortunately for someone that famous that already draws crowds and people coming mm. when they do it, it's a whole lot worse because he had like no real stand up experience. He was a, he was an improv. If anything, he was just an actor. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. He had no stand up experience. It's the same thing. Like fucking Charlie Murphy, Charlie Murphy pushed through it, but whenever he was first going out, he was on stage fucking bombing in front of this college audience, goes to the back, grabs his fucking check and goes, I don't need this shit. I get Chappelle show money, rips it in half. <laughs> college auditorium full of fucking kids just not on board because he sucked yeah yeah he's not a he's not a comic he's not a true comic that's the fear of being a comedian that you make it too fast too Dude, quick could you imagine being in front of forty thousand people right now and trying to knock out a 45 minute set nigga i would eat ass they <laughs> <laughs> uh, would probably not be on board Hell no. I, I, might, I might survive for 10 minutes after that i'm just like hey yeah, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can do like six, eight hundred. I've done that, but anything past that, I no. <laughs> Hell no. I I let them kids down. I tell them straight off the bat, y'all ain't gonna get the show you're thinking of. Y'all, I'm about to knock out a 15 minute set, and I'm throwing the deuces. Tell them kids, you gotta be real with kids, man. Yeah, they deserve that. So while I've been bitching and it's depressing and shit, um. And I know he's so bitter, he can't see his own blessings. Goddamn, Ninja, you too blind to see you got fans, Ninja. And a platform to make a classic rap song to change a ninja's life, but you too anxious living life. 
Um, you got all this shit you can do stuff with, but you're too wrapped up in your own fucking problems about yourself, Josh, um, <laughs> <laughs> to fucking move on with your career and take advantage of what you got. Mm-hmm. But also, Wale, your fans are uh, a bunch of like middle-aged ladies and gay dudes. Um, same as Josh and <laughs> damn it, damn it, man. I'm just biting in. I, that motherfucker needs to get back into comedy. He says he quit. Hey guys, tweet at Josh the Sandwich, uh, our old host Josh. Um, if if you think he should continue comedy, I mean, I guess tweet if if maybe start a Twitter poll if if we think Josh right. should continue comedy. But tough love, right? Tough love. Tough love. Um. Wale's fan base, he does have fans. They're, they're not current fans. They're holdover fans, I would say. Like, I know people who jam to his songs, but they have no idea who, like, who he is. Yeah, I didn't know he I didn't know he was getting sorry. I thought he was really? on a come up, man. Oh, yeah. dude, he, he's been on a come up, but it could have been a lot faster if he wasn't so bitchy. No one wants to work, wants to work <laughs> like a bitchy person. Maybe I'm just being an old man. I thought he was the dude. I thought he was one of the dudes. Oh, dude, no, Wally's been like out of the game for a little bit of a minute, and then he sort of came back and expect himself to be great. Um, always worried about the critics who ain't never fucking did it. I write what's in my heart. Don't give a fuck who fucking with it. But in a sense, I can relate. The need to be great turns into an obsession and keeps a ninja up late. He gets it. Yeah. Why are you gonna like? I haven't listened to this response track, but like, why are you gonna get all pissy? <laughs> like, he's being a friend here. Yeah, he's putting you on blast in public, but he doesn't talk about you as clearly as he does. He makes it. Do you think if Wally hadn't responded, like, I don't think people might have known who necessarily he was talking about? Nah, man. Uh, he J Cole was giving like he was giving him some distance. It was out, it was out of love. He wasn't trying to diss him. It was like out of love. But man. Wally got his panties in a bunch. As yeah. he is wont to do, yeah, yeah, and he outed himself. He's like, "Oh yeah, you talking about me, bro? You talking about me?" Oh my god, Wale, do, do you need to go back to high school and relearn this shit, bro? Like, nah, <laughs> nah, but nah, they man, they got like a video of them like chilling at some game. Like, this. so I think they cool. I yeah. just think, I just think that maybe this has gone past them in a personal relationship type shit. But they both moved on. Well, I bet. I, oh, yeah, maybe I, we just now figuring this shit out. Oh, that that can be for sure. And then I also thoroughly believe there's rappers who like just continue beefs in public, even though they've solved that shit in private, because it's fucking good for business. It's oh, yeah. so good for. Do you ever watch the show? You're the worst. Nah, it's on FX. And you need to get on it. And it's like in the first or second season, like this bitch is uh, doing PR for these rappers that are very much like. Tyler, Odd Future, kind of like guys like New Age, like skateboard, dress like skateboard kids, rap out some fucked up shit. Yeah. And uh, like she has like, they have like a real beef that they solve up real quick, but then she realizes it's good for business, so they have a fake beef. <laughs> and then the fake beef turns back into a real beef. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that. I really think that's how that kind of shit works. Like, oh, yeah. Like, Whenever you're you live that public life, you're public and private. You try and keep separate, but they bleed together so much because you're still a human. Yeah. Like to be in the public eye on that level as like a rapper or maybe like a big time actor. Like that that's why comedy's sense. great. Comedy and writing, man. Like no one gives a fuck about you like that. No, 
No, you gotta be Kevin Hart level. And nobody realizes how long Kevin Hart been doing jokes to get to Kevin Hart level. Kevin Hart <laughs> Kevin Hart's a hustler. I mean yeah. I mean, say what you will about his jokes. I think that some of his earlier stuff was better. I've never been that huge of a fan, quite honestly. I think that he's a good businessman. I think he knows how to play into a demographic that appreciates him. And I think mm-hmm. he's incredibly nice. Mm-hmm. Like I saw him once, shook my hand. Yeah. Really chill dude. Yeah, yeah. Nice as fuck. He's just a fucking hustler. Like so no disrespect to Kevin. Fucking come on the show, Kevin. Let's <laughs> let's get you on this show. Set up on a car table in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why the fuck would any of these rappers give a fuck about what we're saying? Exactly. Uh, we're in a great studio, guys, in Trump Tower. We rented it out. It's all gilded and gold. Like, <laughs> Trump um, stills like he. Trump stills like uh, white women with big tits and flat asses. You, you might not know this. Trump's not an incredibly bad dude. He's sitting behind the soundboard right now, making sure our levels stay good. Uh, he's talking. He's tweeting shit. He's tweeting racist ass shit. It's it's a huge joke. He's a troll. He's actually a professional sound engineer that just let a prank get away from him. He let a prank get away. This is his true passion. Trump, what's up? Yeah, what's up? No, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I got a beer. No, nah, th- nah. thanks, man. No, you're, you're good. You're good. No, nah, I don't need the bong. I'm good. Thanks, man. Oh, yeah. No, later, D. Trump is the coolest grandpa God, you ever he's meet. He's so nice. Like, I, he's he's a good troll. I'm telling him he's getting people pissed off and some people are dying on campuses and shit, but... I mean, if you meet the guy, you got to taste his old-fashioned. He makes a great (laughs) (laughs) old-fashioned. This nigga wears silk. Silk pajamas. That's all he does. He just walks around in silk pajamas. I think he has those, like... I should ask him because he's over there in the sound booth. That's that's our thing now. Trump is our sound engineer. That's that's our thing moving forward. I say our mm-hmm. thing. It's not a bit. It's a true state. Like it's a fact. Look on CNN. They're looking for him because they can never find him because mm-hmm. he's here. Mm-hmm. Hair real. Real. Do you know the story on the hair? So apparently, mm-hmm. a floor below, like his floor, his residence mm-hmm. in Trump Tower. Uh, there's this office that did this super expensive uh, weave where they basically tie on hairs to existing hairs, single ones to single ones. Takes a long ass time, like eight hours to get done. Multiple people doing it. Basically, oh, his what he's got going on up there, and uh, it, the business like went to where like you, they don't have like a door that you can like go and see a receptionist or anything. Right. They have no listed phone number or website. And, but they still sit there and report taxes, and they basically the, the thought they just are there to service Trump's hair. Trump know what he's doing, man. As far as hair, he got the hair business. <laughs> Everything else, shave it off, bro. Just sh- do you know how much more respect he would get if he just sh- <laughs> if he pull just, a Putin? If he just pulled a Putin, just went full Bruce Willis and just walked out there, bitch. <laughs> go, go Bruce Willis. Go go Vladimir Putin. Go Joe Rogan. Like. Yeah. Is Vladimir Putin shaved his hair? I thought he did. Nah, Vladimir Putin got a is a silver fox, man. Is he? I thought he has I... Fabio hair. Just, he just keeps short because <laughs> he's the fucking president. But I thought he was like male pattern baldness. Catch Putin on a fucking weekend. See how long his hair is. <laughs> he got it in there. The ninja, the Chinese ponytail. He slaps motherfuckers with. We're talking about these dudes' hair. Like, let's keep on talking about these bars. <laughs> um, writing words, hopping people, observe the dedication. This That stirs in you constantly, but intentions get blurred. Um, so he's saying you still got to write your heart. He gets it. You mm-hmm. got you got to write what's there. That's that's the art of it. 
her really interesting thing, like art creativity lies in that space between like routine and chaos. Like that sort of stretch that like that's that's where life is. That's what Nietzsche says. Mm. So like you gotta live in that spot. You gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta tell that truth, not be too honest, not not be too closed off. I get a J. Cole. Wally's doing what he needs to do in a way. But but the next lines do I do it for the love of music or is there or is it god damn it do I do it for the love of music or is there more to me do I do I do I want these ninjas to worship me false prophets you can't mm-hmm. do it just for the fame you got to do it mm-hmm. and that and that's Wale's part he's just mm-hmm. he's just sitting there bitching cuz he's not famous as he wants to be he's like I put in this time I put in all this time and I'm not there it's not about that you got to stay true to the art yeah that's what Cole said. Cole said, man, if you just let all that go, get some Rusai. Cole has reached, I think he's becoming Yoda, man. He's, he's becoming also, trans, like transcendent. Yeah, he's niggas like, I've realized See, Cole, the See, Cole, you've done enough acid. Stop. Yeah. Don't go with Kanye. Don't go Kanye. Don't go full level Kanye. He's not going Kanye. He's going like Bob Marley. It's like he's going <laughs> to end up dead because he's if, getting if, too if real. Bob Marley, if Bob Marley hadn't died, he would have gone full Kanye. He would have got so? too full of himself. Fuck yeah. Nah. That womanizer, he got some ego. Who didn't get pussy outside of marriage? <laughs> Martin Luther King had ass on the side. I thought that was all just a slur by the FBI or CIA or some shit. Nah, he was fucking hoes. Selma now? Martin Luther King Jr. was only a man. A man can only be a man for so long before he has to go be a real man and get some ass i disagree with that notion it'll happen if it won't it won't happen but you'll sure in the hell get tempted there's gonna be some hot little motherfuckers walking up to you laron you you don't know me sure i might be in a honeymoon stage right now i'm still i'm about to hit nine months but yeah i still feel confident True. And when you know you know what happens when you do get tempted, you just go jack off. Just go jack off. Yep. Just go jack off. You wash that bitch. Wash that bitch down the toilet. You flush it down the toilet. You here's, put a, you put her in that nut. Here's a debate I was having with uh with one of my friends who's been yeah. in a long time relationship. Um he was saying that when you reach that point, it's all right to close your eyes and imagine someone else during sex. I think that that's like some pretty hardcore emotional cheating. Yeah, man. You nutted it out. That's where all your feelings get stored yeah. at is in your nut. And your so, your so you're nutting to someone else. Exactly. That's what I was telling him. Thank you. Yeah, you, you, you're cheating. I'm going to tell him to listen to this podcast. You're, you're doing everything except you're doing everything that is indicative of cheating except cheating. Except doing it. You're, you're yeah. doing it in your brain. You're doing like, if you're basically, you're mad that the Oculus or like the Oculus Rift doesn't have a real doll attachment yet. <laughs> so you're just choosing your current. <laughs> that's, that's, some, that's some husband and wife shit anyway. I don't know, but like, okay, gotta, so there's another question. You like, gotta pass some, uh, some thresholds like, before you can f- like fuck the, the, They're, they're getting into one. that virtual reality with porn now. Like, if you're in a relationship, is that cheating? Because because they like record three D recording rooms with like actual models doing porn shit to like a dude with his penis and you just see it as your own penis and they put an attachment on that feels like she's sucking it. 
I mean, you know, porn pushes technology. Yeah, that's how it always is. <laughs> the internet, was, video, like everything. That's what drives technology now. <laughs> I mean, for years, always, ever, as far as entertainment goes. Yeah, like they like some of the earliest fucking films were, were sex tapes. Like you're right. And then some snuff films, and some people were like, no, nah, that's not cool. It was that train. The very first movie was that, yeah, train, that train, and then right after that was inside a train, and it was having a fucking orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of flappers and Rockefeller motherfuckers just fucking each other. So, uh, no, but is that is that cheating? So Yes. Yeah, that's, that's what I think. Yes, if you, I mean... Glancing at a chick, and I think thinking that, about it. I think that's thing. like I think that's like somewhere like between a strip club and a prostitute, but the, like somewhere around like I can't really tell where the virtual reality lays in there. Yeah. It's cheating, bro. Ain't no other way around it. All right, um, there. F- do, 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 do. Where were we? Oh, we're starting uh, verse three. Okay. We're getting through it. We're going to get through this whole song. These rappers insecure. They talk about being a man so much. I finally understand that they ain't even sure. Um, I love that line. Yeah. I love that. He's, these dudes, like, there's these, these aren't role models. This is something that I was thinking about. I, I grew up listening to, like, a lot of punk and skater music and shit. And I got into rap a little later on. Hmm. Um, but as like looking back, it's like those, how were those my role models? Those were like adults that appealed to kids like purposely. <laughs> and they were just complete fuck ups in their life. Like they know, like if this hadn't worked out, they would have been these hippies that I fucking met recently. Like they would have yeah. just been like, how are those role models to people just promoting constant partying and drug use? <laughs> <laughs> At some point, you got to pay a bill, nigga. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, not everyone can get a million-dollar record deal and then waste it all and then come out later in life as a more mature version of themselves and sell an acoustic version. I love you ever last, but we all know what you did. Oh, yeah. It sounds really soulful and gravelly. It's, it's, it's amazing what smoking will do for your voice. <laughs> and, then you get, and then you get addicted and you just keep going. Just you, keep going. And then you, then you die I started smoking cigarettes because that was the only way to get a break at the restaurant I worked at. Yeah. Was take a smoke break. And I would go out there and just stand with the smokers. <laughs> and then one day my boss climbs up to the fucking hatch through the roof and stands up there. And he's like, hey, where's your cigarette? I had to be like, I put it out. And then he'd come out and check on me. So I had to like actually start smoking just to get a fucking break at my job. God damn. That's how fucked up labor laws are. That's how fucked up capitalism is, man. You have to commit yourself to drugs so you can take a breather. All right. Let's keep going. About who they are and why they do this. Guess I'm included in that category. As a ninja who done had the glory, my highest moments come from telling all the saddest stories. See, this he's. I feel like J. Cole's always been a step behind Kendrick. Like, he's yeah. really close behind. They got two different styles, which is nice, which means they can both be successful because mm. they're not too close. But they're very similar in other ways. They're both very thoughtful. Yeah, They both uh, have their issues. J. Cole's more clean cut. Uh, Kendrick has a darker past. Mm-hmm. Um, yet for some reason, J. Cole is looked down as more of the black sheep, I would say, where Kendrick has gotten so much praise out of almost nowhere. Right, 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 right. I totally agree with that. I think Cole is 
he might be going down as one of the greatest underrated rappers of all time. History. Like, yeah. uh, I'm sorry, 2014 Horsefield, Four Cell Drive, um, like one of the best fucking albums of all time. Like, yeah. you just throw that bitch on right at the start. Yeah, it's 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 like the the perfect runtime. The songs just perfectly one to another. Dude, you made a perfect fucking album. Props. Uh, yeah, and, I, I, and that's what makes me more excited for this next one coming oh, out. I'm about to bone to that thing. Like I'm, yeah. I gotta say, I picked up the uh, <laughs> the the Earl sweatshirt vinyl of uh, Doris. Yeah, the one with Chum on it. Yeah, yeah. that whole vinyl is fire as fuck, and uh, great fucking vinyl to fuck to. I mean, you got to flip the sides, but I mean that gives you time for like two nuts, <laughs> maybe a little cigarette. Uh, yeah. So yeah, nah, nah, I definitely recommend that. Um, but he knows what's up. I love the song that he knows what's up. He's so much more like self-examining than any other rapper out there. I agree, man. No rappers ever. Those rappers are so busy talking about fucking your girl. That yeah, and dude, I gotta tell you, I'm a jealous type. I'll be listening to a song getting heated in my car as fuck. I'll be like, yeah. I better not come home and find this motherfucker in bed. God damn it! I will kill you, ASAP Rocky. I respect you, but I will kill you. Exactly. Exactly. Uh. I would murder. I would, that's I, blind rage. On, I know that. Yeah, I've been saying that on stage, man. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Kruger would murder his uh, his girlfriend and whoever they were with. She's told me the same thing. We keep each other in check with fear. Yeah. That's how. That's how, That's the only way you should rule is fear. That's how, that's how Trump rules. That's how Trump rules. Keeps the minorities in check with fear. He's running like a fucking CEO testing out, like, a and B, see, see what plays, and then goes with the strongest response, which, honestly, I'm going to be real for a second. At least that's some sort of, like, representative. I mean, honestly, he's representing people who are frustrated and angry and are full of racist shit and are killing people, which is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. But... God. He might be the realest. <laughs> he's, he's so goddamn real. He's yeah. the realest, dumbest that politician. That motherfucker had to get the gangster vote. That was the eleven percent uh, <laughs> of black people that voted for Trump was the gangster yeah, ass yeah, vote. Yeah, yeah, bro, that nigga real though. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't vote for anyone because I would have voted for Hillary, but I live in Texas, so uh, that didn't matter. Yeah, Gary Johnson was a fucking idiot. Jill Stein, there were no good third-party candidates. No. At least Hillary would have been more of the devil I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to talk politics. I'm going to lose some listeners over that shit. Yeah, man. It's too late now. It's too late. There's still people so salty over that, though. So salty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so all the saddest stories I've seen in my life, I'd be fiending to write. Songs that raised the hair on my arms. My lowest moments came from trying too hard to impress some ninjas that couldn't care if I'm on. Therefore, from here on out, my hair grow out. I'm just going to continue. I care nothing about opinions. I want to give hope like the fountains you throw pennies in. Um, What he's saying right here is what any fucking real artist should be paying attention to is that it's not about fucking going for trying for this fame making yourself look a different way that makes you think you look better you need to fucking get real about shit go to your deepest pain and that's where the best art comes from and if you can't fucking handle it get out he doesn't say that there but that should be known yes um it's painful it's fucking painful to to get the best response on something whether it be a song whether it be comedy whether it be pouring your heart out into like a painting or sculpture like you're selling yourself. You're whoring yourself out. That's what it is. 
It's like you're selling yourself piece by piece. You wearing the emperor's clothes, and then you hoping that people are like, oh, no, that, that, that shit's nice. Yeah, that shit's dope. Yeah, you got a nice dick, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a nice dick to wear the emperor's clothes. That's yeah. that's that's what he's trying to say. I'm going to get that tattooed on me. <laughs> 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 you got to have a nice dick right. to wear the emperor's clothes. Um, <sighs> hit the store. Take your diss, make your wish. This is dedicated to the ones who listen to me on some faithful shit. I'm on some thankful shit. Or faithful shit, then thankful shit. But the real God is in you, not the music. You coppin'. I hear my old shit and know I can top I can top it. False prophets. So what he's saying is he's still connected to that. Like there's a lot of ideas. If you go back to the Greeks and the muses, this I think that even he touches on it, this idea that there's like a greater consciousness that you sort of touch into in in creativity, that it's not really you. If you've ever been in a flow state, which is a scientifically talked about term now, you Mm -hmm. would know that you, like when you're doing something really intense that you practice, that you lose, you become a passenger. It's not you doing those actions. It's you just witnessing witnessing yourself doing those actions and making impromptu decisions. You know what I mean? Like whenever you get really into sports or if you're ever on stage in a groove, like same thing with music, like writing, uh, performing. Like the real God is in you, not the music you cop. And like it's it's in there. You just got to tap into it. Mm-hmm. And like he's still in that moment, and he can like he can still he can still do better, which he believes, which he's telling himself. He's like it's not so much ego, but a self affirmation. I believe, which I Kanye used to do. Kanye, yeah. Kanye sort of moved from self affirmation to ego. There's. There's a very big difference there. Mm. You got to believe in yourself. You got to love yourself. The society doesn't love itself. Everyone hates itself. J. Right. Cole out here telling you what you got to do. I don't know, man. Any thoughts on that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you, you pretty much said it all, man. Just be real with yourself. You put out there real shit. I mean, you won't get the fame right away, but eventually somebody can be like, yo, man, listen to this guy. This guy's hot. And eventually that shit starts building, man. That's how that's how most rappers get on when they start putting out the mixtapes and they get on, they get commercialized and they're like, y'all, you got to rap like this, you got to talk about this. And they're like, okay, you get that pressure on your ass, start rapping like that. And eventually you either fall apart like Kanye did or you have a moment with yourself and realize that. You either die a hero or you live to see yourself yeah, exactly. become a meme. On some ba- on Batman shit. <laughs> <laughs> You see, yeah. I mean, I still think J. Cole for like the the sad thing is is for as great as he is, it's sort of like the higher you go, the farther you can fall. Which is really what happened to Kanye, which is why I'm not saying that I see that or project that in J. Cole's future, but he has more of a propensity to go full Kanye than others because he has such skill. If yeah. like and he has attraction the way Kanye did, like whenever he started out. Because not everyone was on Kanye back in the day, whenever he was putting out his original Nah, like man. hits, nah, and that's man. the way J. Cole is now. That's the way Kendrick has been. I feel like Kendrick almost went a little too mainstream too fast, but he is a step or two before J. Cole. Yeah. He's been. He is the undisputed great. He, I, I think he's the champion right now. Yeah. I think J. Cole is fucking close behind, and Chance the Rapper. I don't even know. He's more experimental than the rest, so I can't. I don't really put him in the same category. Nah, man. Jay, he's like he's the Andre three thousand. Yeah, like Andre three thousand. He's like one of the greatest, but you 
he doesn't get that main street greatness, but you know that if you go to his dojo, you're going to get and, and anyone who really cares about music loves the fuck out of that dude. Hey. And also, uh, he was just on the new Tribe album. Wasn't he? I thought he was. I know for a fact that he's going to be on the new uh, Gorillaz album that's coming out. No, that's what it was. Gorillaz uh, album that's coming out has Andre and uh, Tribe on it, both. Let's see. That's what the greats do, man. They're able to, they are, they're able to branch out. Dude. Just some... <laughs> All right, so we got through the song. I think a little recap, basically. Uh, Kanye, Wale. Dudes. Dudes. This is how I go. He, he did, talks about you. Wait, yay. I'm just saying Wale. that. That's it. Just, just like if someone just did that passive-aggressive sigh, sort of like, dudes. Dudes. Just chill the fuck out. Like, <laughs> you got some great ass shit. Yeah. They both need to like Wale needs to stop getting so wrapped up in what other people think, and Kanye needs to start caring a little more about yeah. what, especially his, his fans think. And also, he needs to get the fuck out of that family. Yeah. I'm sorry to say, I hate to see a marriage fail. I think that marriage was doomed from the beginning because I don't think they loved each other. I think they loved the fucking status. I agree. Kim Kardashian needs she he has to put a stake through her heart, man. And She's not I, gonna die. I can tell you, I was a child of divorce. I'm so glad my parents didn't stay together. I've been with people whose parents did for a while. Yeah. And it's fucking horror stories. Exactly. So don't fuck up Northwest, even though we all know she's responsible for Benghazi. We want to see those emails. Um <laughs> Northwest, answer the questions. FBI hasn't let you off the hook yet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I guess that's it. Um, do you know what we started doing before the show took a, a two month hiatus? What we started doing at the end here? Mm. We, we we started giving out suggestions um, of songs to listen to, and if I can find them on SoundCloud, I put a repost. But I definitely put the songs in the info. Mm. Um, you can look for them on Apple Music, uh, Spotify, those sorts of things. But uh, we each, we each could put out a suggestion there, something that we really enjoy because we usually we, we do a lot of really shitty hip hop on this on this show. This Rip. is a good song, but we do a lot of shitty hip hop, and mm-hmm. we we like to give you something good to listen to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I obviously I'll start it out. Um, in general, you got to go check out the group Clipping. One of the dudes in Clipping, I am forgetting his name at the moment. Uh, he's one of the dudes from Hamilton. One a fucking Tony or multiple Tonys for that uh, show. And it's an experimental hip-hop group. It's fucking dope. I would definitely recommend to start out with their uh, number one listed song on Spotify, which I'll post. It's called Work, Work. And uh, nothing that they do really sounds the same. Really fucking out there with the beats and so good dictation. Like the speed of rap, fucking syntax, words, everything. All the things that I'm not good at. Um, So, yeah, check that out. Work, Work by Clipping and pretty much all their other music. Laron. Shit, uh, y'all niggas go listen to uh, shit. Give me a minute. I got shit, man. You ain't got shit. No. Just hold on, hold on. Hey. All right, folks, I got, I got it. The Timmy Turner Kanye West remix. Oh, that's so old. How how are you gonna pick something like that? Uh, you know what? It just came to me, man. <laughs> just came to me. It's a dope ass track. Uh, we were listening to it earlier. It's, it's pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. So, y'all motherfuckers go listen to that shit. 
keep listening to hip hop. Do you have do you have any shows coming up, Laron? Ah, nah, 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 not really, man. Cool. Neither do I. But um, now that we're getting back into this, uh, we're gonna we're gonna add a little video component. Mm-hmm. Get that on YouTube. Get going with that YouTube live, and um, hopefully, maybe start doing some live shows. Um, not even necessarily Dallas to start with. We have a bit of a following in Houston. You want to go? You want to take a little trip down to Houston, Leron? Yeah, I ain't never been there. All right, guys. Anybody in Houston, you know of a good venue? Uh, tweet at us at hh for the u. Um, you can find Leron on Twitter at. Find Leron at Twitter. God damn it! Isn't it Leron right? Yeah, just look at Leron right. Yeah, no, it's just Leron right. L a r o n w r i g h t, and I am on Twitter at the fake Kruger. That's K r u g e r. Um, we're gonna get that social media going again. We're back. We're kicking. We're trying to keep this under an hour. So uh, you all have a good one, guys. Peace. I'm the best in the world.